0: staying cool when the power goes out is really a big deal hey i'm todd with ready your future and this is another prepper tip all right so i want to talk about this topic from the point of view of just a regular blackout and not like the shtf or anything like that right now we are under heat waves uh, down here on the gulf coast and actually a lot of the the southern part of the united states i was reading a a headline that said if the power goes out in Arizona, nine times the people would die than died in, in Katrina, because things are so hot, and we're we're hitting triple digits right now, like you know 104, 105 here in in Houston, but the feel like temperature is like 118, and the thing is is that with that, you can have some really, uh, you know, health issues and things can get bad really quickly. So you need to be smart and know what to do. So let's talk about some, some things that you can do, some tips that you can do because I've had a little bit of experience living in the Gulf coast with hurricanes and just power outages and storms and different things like that. First thing I do is, um, and this is going to be sound kind of funny, is I go to my AC, we have central air and heat, and I turn that off. And the reason being is we've had our, Capacitor fried when there's power surges like the power is, is trying to come back on so it'll click on and click off and click on and click off and then uh, you have these power surges and then you, you blow your capacitor and you don't even realize it until the power comes back on and your house is hot and you're ready to cool it off and you go turn the AC on and it's not cooling. And it's, uh, it's terrible when that is in the evening time or when that is on the weekend and you can't get anybody to come out. It's not a very expensive part, uh, but, you know, when you're when you're in a power outage and you want to cool off your house and you can't do that, it really sucks, right? So that's one of the first things that I do and I've trained my kids to do that because they have experienced that where we've had a power outage and we haven't been able to cool the house because of something like that, because of the capacitor uh, being blown. You also want to unplug sensitive you know, electronic equipment for the same type of reason. All right. Um, next is I try to close all the shades. You know, just don't let the, the, the sun in definitely. But then on the other side of that as well is if you have uh, single pane windows, you know I have an older house, single pane windows. I want to minimize the cool air that's going out through passing through those windows and the heat that's coming in through those. So I close the shades, close the blinds and uh, try to keep the house as cool as possible. Things that we don't do is like we don't cook inside the house. Uh, We don't do those types of things. If we're going to cook, um, I mean, we rarely do, but if we are going to cook, you know, we have the camping stoves, we have the, the butane stoves, we have, you know, ways that, you know, the grill things that we can cook ways that we can cook outside you know on the patio and, and and do things like that all right um one of the other things that i do right away is i start checking the facebook the neighborhood facebook group and the next door app and the reason i do that is because i want to find out how widespread the power outage is so if it is just my my street okay that's a transformer probably they're going to get to it pretty quickly if it's the whole neighborhood is saying that they're out of power, it's something a lot bigger. And so recently, a couple of weeks ago, I think I talked about that in a recent episode, we had a pretty quick, you know, storm that, that blew through and it was almost low end hurricane winds. And you know, we were out for, I want to say like 16 hours or something like that, but everybody in the neighborhood was out. So it was really quick and easy to see how widespread the power outage was. The other thing I highly recommend is, you know, get involved with your, uh, the, the people that provide uh, the lines to your, to your house. For instance, here, you know, we pay one, uh, one company for electricity, but the lines are run by center point. And so they have an outage tracker. So where you're at, you probably have an outage tracker as well. So you can go there and check that out on that one event that I was talking about there was, you know, when I opened that up on my phone and I have it bookmarked so I could go there quickly. Um, there was over 220,000 people in the Houston area without power after that storm. That storm was like, you know, like a 30 minute storm. It wasn't that big of a deal when you think about like hurricanes and stuff that we've experienced before in the past, but it knocked out a lot of power. And then you could keep going to that and you could see how, you know, power was coming back online. You can drill down to your street level and see, how you know how bad it is and so if you go to go to the neighborhood you can see that there's you know people are you know, their power is starting to come back on and again the facebook group and 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 next app will kind of tell you that i'm not big fans of facebook but and everybody knows that but i think it's very valuable when you have a, a neighborhood group and they're giving you all that kind of information right all right uh, a couple of other things here is uh, stop moving just get still because in the heat like we're experiencing right now things, your house is going to heat up really, really quickly, especially with, you know, triple digit heat. Um, when we had that storm that I was talking about, that storm brought in really cool temperatures. So although we were without power for 16 hours, we, you know, the hot, hottest they ever, ever got was like 76 in the house. And that's tolerable. You know, we like it a little bit cooler, but that's tolerable where we were at. You know, we weren't, we weren't really freaking out. Um, but when you have triple digits that's going to be a way bigger deal and so you want to stop moving you also want to monitor older people that live with you and younger people that live with you and you want to make sure that they are not having any kind of health issues because of the heat that's going to be really important I already talked about not cooking inside but one of the things is if the power outage is not like widespread all over your city grab the igloo you know have somebody grab the igloo go down and find a convenience store that is open that does have power fill it up with ice because i mean you fill it up with ice and fill it up with drinks so you have some you know bottles of water and cold drinks that you can uh, drink and uh, that would be very helpful another reason to have ice is if you have fans and battery powered fans and so after this last uh power outage i bought some really nice battery powered fans that have like t- they're thousand milliamps and uh, you can run them; they will run for at least 24 hours if you run it on low. But if you put a, a you know a really uh, thin pan of ice in front of a fan, you will feel that evaporation of the of the the water of the ice and the the cool air hitting you. And you can kind of direct that towards you, uh, towards you, and maybe someone who is older or younger and they need to cool off a little bit. So that's another reason why to have igloo, an igloo with with uh, with ice. And again, that's one of the things that we experienced when uh, you know all the times we've had hurricanes or the power has gone out or anything like that. Uh, it's you know there's always pockets where you can go and and find convenience stores that are open and that they have um, you know that they have ice and drinks and and all that kind of stuff. So that's one of those things to to kind of remember. Um, besides the cooling fans that are battery operated, I do have some USB powered fans. So, you know, I'm a big proponent of having battery banks and, uh, you know, finding those really cheap and keeping those topped off. Um, And so if you have a USB uh, fan, you can power that up and have that. And so I just I just have a couple of those that I'm able to disperse around the room, disperse to different people. I mean, They can have their own fan if they really wanted to. And um, that would that would really work. Of course, one of the reasons why you want to know how long this power outage is going to be is because you want to be able to move to you know save the food in your refrigerator, and I'm a big proponent of that, especially now when there's so it, things cost so much money, uh, food costs so much money, and you know, a lot of people have freezers and it's full with uh, all different kinds of meat and stuff like that, and you definitely do not want that to go bad. So you know, being you know, having an understanding of, okay, the power is only out for an hour. Okay, that's no big deal. Your freezer, your refrigerator is going to be good. But in really high temperatures, you know being out for three, four hours, the temperature in your in your house is going to go up, the temperature in your refrigerators can easily go up. So you want to be able to be prepared to put those on some kind of power. So your generator, uh, having uh, an inverter connected to uh, a vehicle that has a lot of gas in there, um, and maybe you switch it off, you know, and you're saving, you saving your food or you're combining the food into, uh, you know, the, the freezers or the, the refrigerators or whatever you're doing to be able to save that because you don't want to lose all that money. Even condiments and, and things that you have in your refrigerator can easily add up. The last thing that I will say is if it gets super hot and uh, you need to and, the, it, you know, it's not like power outage all over the uh, all over the city is go to a cooling center. Uh, A lot of the times here in the Houston area when it's really hot, they will open up cooling centers. The other thing you can do is go to the mall. You could go to, you know, even go to McDonald's and have an ice cream and sit in there for a little bit and and cool off, you know, Um, whatever it might be so that you can have a little bit of, you know, cool down your body and and relax a little bit and then go back into the heat and maybe you do it a little bit later on, uh, you know, in the evening time. Uh, Of course, you know, if you're, if you're leaving the house, you're managing, you have maybe someone stays behind to manage the, uh, the, the generators and different things like that. uh, Because you want to, again, I'm a big believer in not losing your refrigerator and your freezer and making sure that that is, uh, you know, that is taken care of. All right, guys. So uh, that is it for uh, this, this edition of Prepper Tips and staying cool when the power goes out. Uh, If you are interested in learning more, I do have a checklist that you can download and it'll give you what to do before, during, and after uh, a blackout. And so maybe you realize, you know, you're being like right now, we're being told, Hey, be prepared for rolling blackouts, be prepared for, uh, the power going out and, and all those different kinds of things. Well, you can prepare ahead of time and, and know what you need to do. And so have things kind of, you know, staged if things go down. But anyway, I have a checklist that you can download. I also... Uh, with that checklist, have an accompanying video that you can uh, check out uh, when you download that video. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead and sign off on this one. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out with me on this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. God bless.